Hey guys, this is Vision Behind Cinema. We are here to do a technical breakdown of a short film called What Love Is. Um, thank you for joining us. We're going to take this first two minutes to talk about what we liked about the film before we get in here and uh, kind of destroy it. So uh, yeah, we'll just uh, go ahead and get into the discussion. Okay, I guess I will start. Uh, what I liked about what is love, or what love is, blah, blah, blah. Uh, first correction, I, I think we already brought this up, but the name, like every single time I see this name, it is, I always say what love, what is love instead of what love is. And I feel like we always get that mixed yeah, up. And it might've been an intentional direction just to make Very true. it, you know, unique, I, Very true. I suppose, but that might be divulging way too far into, you know. Okay. Back, back to you, Steve. Okay. Well, what I liked about the video was that it was something that not a lot of filmmakers use as, let's say, practice material to, I guess, you know, uh, uh, tell their stories with. So I appreciate the fact that they wanted to, they delved into something very deep and it was, it's a romantic drama that you're, they're trying to draw you into the characters where, you know, they're, she's going through something and he's trying to help her out of it. Very, what I related to is it was very Jay Austin like, but the problem is I don't think they really had the ability to do the Jane Austen resolves that normally Jay Austen stories actually have as well. But that said, um, yeah, that's all I can say about that. Okay. Okay. Uh, for me personally, I um, I watched this film and I, to be honest, I walked away very confused. Um, but I think I took away from what I what I liked about the film was that it reminded me of other films that I'd seen, such as uh, the Dark Knight Rises, uh, the scene with um, the Joker and Two Face, where they're sitting on the bedside and he turns his face and reveals his face, which we're talking about. Not if you haven't seen this film, that's a spoiler, but. Um, just looking at that imagery and fi and seeing what they did th with this short film, it kind of gave me uh, uh, an inspiration of um, maybe what they could have done or what that scene in Dark Knight gave um, to the filmmakers or what it represented. So it was interesting, and that's why I, I kind of fell in love with this film um, in, in that aspect. Um, yeah. yeah and, I, and I guess they did try to appeal to you know, multiple things uh, about the film that do correlate with a lot of, you know, secular Hollywood films that give that subcontrast between one character who is, you know, highly confused at the other one's agitation about them own, their own personal, you know, interests and problems. Um, which is definitely something that I, I thoroughly enjoyed about the character diversion that it didn't play out as most... <laughs> quote-unquote Christian films where at the very end the girl goes oh well I I realized you love me I I and she doesn't just jump back into oh well, your words made me melt like butter uh it, it she she kept through and and held to that same belief of her own I guess burden that she felt she had become um so it was definitely a, a better dichotomy than I was expecting when I first started watching it so definitely unique on that that aspect sure Sure. Well, um, just very quickly, uh, I had talked to a couple people on this short film, uh, and I had gotten a, a few inside peeks onto what they were shooting on. Um, so I'm going to say that real quick, and then we'll get into talking about the film. 
Uh, they shot this on the Blackmagic Pocket Cinema Camera. I'm not sure if they shot this in RAW. Don't know the codec they shot it in. Um, and I do know a little bit of the lighting package. They had the 1200 HMI on this project, if I do, uh, if I do believe. And I know they had some tungsten lights and stuff like that. Um, the lenses they used was a Canon 7200 at a T2.8, Rokinon 14 millimeter, um, a Canon 18 to 55. Um, so those are the lenses they used. Uh, they had three options. Um, and we'll definitely be pointing out some of these lenses. And I, I might even make this uh, a thing that we might want to do is just guess the millimeter length. Mm -hmm. I mean, that may be something fun we want to do. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, again, if you guys don't know, the Blackmagic uh, Pocket Cinema Camera is a Micro Four Thirds. I don't know if they had any of the uh, speed boosters on here, whether the uh, Metabones, but they'd have to. Yeah. But um, we will see. The 14 millimeter also is the, uh, that isn't, no, no, no. I know uh, Rokinon has a 12 millimeter, which is Micro Four Thirds, but I'm not uh, sure if they have a 14. Minute. I think the 14 millimeter is, is a Super 35. Super 35, yeah. okay. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Let's just look at this first frame uh, real quick. I think uh, one thing I want to mention though is that this is a Facebook post that we're watching right now, um, and I'm not for sure if this is the final image or uh, the final cut or whatever. But they don't do any credits before it, which I might applaud um, them for not doing. It is definitely different because it, one of our biggest pet peeves, I think, in the industry is seeing a lot of you know indie filmmakers specifically rising into the professional realm. Who will put their name in the front of the film for the first five say, minutes of it? Yeah, it feels and, like, and not only, but it will say a somebody somebody film. Uh, I mean, granted, even Spielberg can do that if he so chooses, but it's a very strangely arrogant thing to do. In our, in personal, our personal opinion, yeah. in our personal opinion, I mean, granted, everybody can have their own, but it, yeah. it was kind of a nice, very thing not very. to see. Clicked on the video and it just started, and was like, yes, <laughs> sigh of relief. Um, so yeah, let's just talk about this for frame. We've got uh, we've got our actress sitting on the couch in our left frame. Um, we've got daylight coming through the windows, and we've got Tungsten coming through from the kitchen. Um, first thing I want to kind of point out is we can see a barn door up next to the. I'm thinking it's either a thermostat or I'm guessing it's a thermostat up on the right side of the, the image, um, and you can kind of see the beam coming out from the wall, um, and it's hitting this over here. I'm definitely spotted it on that, which I don't understand why they didn't diffuse that, but. Anyway, yeah. um, it's were they intentionally wanting us to see the beam of light from what, the barn? But it's focused door? on I mean, her foot. I mean, it's focused on her foot. Yeah, I come mean, on. granted, there is a, some a nice aesthetics that come from like a little bit of light filtrating but in from the right hand side a of frame. That's not natural source. Well, even if it wasn't natural, I mean, it's a very odd placement to project light just so your eye focus will go to the light on the window, the light in the background, and then spot on her foot. Now, here, here's uh, here's, here's the thing. Foot. What I would talk about here is that. If we've got Tunskin coming in here, just take away the Tunskin for right now. We all know what that would look like just with the window light. Mm -hmm. It'd be very dark in this room. You wouldn't get anything on our face. You this, the, this side of the room would be very dark. Honestly, in my opinion, they should have bounced the light, <laughs> just brought up the ambience a little bit, bounced the light, put some gel on it, some half CTB, put some gel on it, and it'd be a little bit better. I feel like maybe even some other stuff if they had the lights, but um, yeah. Well... Would we really want to see where the light, well, that light source, do we want it to have that effect of that light source? Because it looks like it's coming from a source that we don't see in another shot. That's what I'm saying. It's like, it looks oh, nice. Oh, with all the other, it doesn't, it's not like a practical. Right, it's not like, unless it was practical, it would actually fit. But mm. it, since it's not a practical mm. and it's not natural, it doesn't feel like, it's almost like a 3D light that's just going to be there, <laughs> floating in the room. Sure, sure. No, I get that. No, so, I get that. 
No, and that's the thing is that even um, just going back to framing, I, I don't know if Austin wants to talk about the framing on this. Oh, yeah, go ahead about the door uh, stuff. Yeah. yeah, I mean, th- to start with, I mean, granted, there are rules to symmetricality that come with, you know, trying to set a master frame or a, or a master wide. Um, but in general, the the... <sighs> There's not much symmetrical about this frame whatsoever. I mean, not only that, but they didn't at least, and this is just in my personal opinion, you could have at least panned over to the left and kept that wall up to the door as the frame. So you were just seeing into this room. There was no real need to attach myself to the other room, to be honest with you. I feel as though that could have been used as a as a wide cut onto the other side of the sofa, where you could see her in the frame, the dark side of her face, somewhat silhouetted, and then see you know the girl come into the room in the in the next uh, you know next shot. But otherwise, the, the frame seems slightly awkward to me. I'm seeing way too much of a wall on this side that's completely unnecessary. Um, and I just feel if you were to show her in this one room singularly by herself, that feeling and that level of loneliness and um, solidarity would be a lot, you know, like a, a much better impact on sure. on your audience. Sure. Can I make a compliment though? Go for, go it. for it. Well, okay. Well, we kinda, uh, okay. I want to I want to go against uh, Austin's style. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make a debate? Here? Hey, no, it's no we'll debate. Make a debate. Okay. Well, the only reason why I think it's okay, even though I think it could have been panned over a little bit more. If you don't, if you agree with me to an extent, but I still think the fact having the wall there, I do appreciate the fact we do see where the girl's gonna be coming from, though. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I can appreciate. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing you're just saying there's too much out of the wall. Well, is that what you're trying to say? It, it's purely based off of the shot decision they made. Uh, okay. First off, they didn't choose to do a push in. So, for example, if you were trying to show that oh. she was in her own head, I would clearly start with this shot because you would start on this wall to show like where the where you are in the room, mm-hmm. and then slowly push towards her, panning the camera left and just moving it into her head. You know mm-hmm. that sort of um, yeah. uh, desolational feel. Mm-hmm. You're kind of leaving everything else behind and just listen, just almost listening to our mind think. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Sure. So that's how this shot would have worked beautifully. Sure. That's the only reason why I don't like the shot itself because it's not moving. It's just locked mm-hmm. here. You don't sure. go anywhere. Yeah. Okay. But okay. We, we do see the prop that's going to be used later. That the, that is there is, there is which is which is nice. I like the it chair. Nice, I yeah. like the chair. One two quick things before I want to uh, jump to the next shot is that if you look at the the uh, window, uh, it's not blown out evenly, and I feel like that's the one biggest mistake that I personally think. If you look at anything Roger Deakins does, anybody that blows out windows that that makes it look cinematic, they make the blown out even, and that's not even. There's a light coming through that window. Um, that isn't the window itself wouldn't be blown out if those curtains were there. I don't think so. It'd be a beautiful blown out. But if there, there's a light coming through that window, and that's why we have a hot spot right about where her back's going to be hitting, and I'm get, that's got bound to be the 1200. Which that's just something I want to point out real quick. Um, and then the second thing I want to talk talk about is the we never come back to this frame all that much. And I feel like yeah. this frame, even though it's particularly we were talking about some of the faults with it. This frame establishes where we were. I yeah. feel like when he pulls the chair up over here, mm-hmm. just think about this later on, is that if we would have cut back to this and it's just that wide, empty era, mm-hmm. I don't know why he didn't come back to this shot more. Oh, to be honest with you, I think it would have been beautiful. Even with the framing, it is kind of like that fly on the wall. Like This exactly. shot is very important for the exactly. entire film. And if they would have been able to cut back to this with just the two of them in that exactly. corner, it would have been a very nice... Exactly. Uh, I'm wondering version. if they didn't run this whole scene through from this shot. That's why they couldn't come back to it. You think they just did like right off the first bat? I'm not saying anything. Yeah, you know, I'm just they, guessing they why they, they didn't cut. Okay, no, we're gonna go on to the next one. 
So we can see her sitting here, and then we go to a close-up on her hands. About 7.53. Yeah. Um, there's only so much I can talk about. Yeah, we're gonna talk about like how the light, having oh the color of the pants that how. Yeah, that... It, it, those the pants they should have. In my personal opinion, should have went with something else. Uh, pants are pretty dark. You very really dark. See, yeah, the, very it, dark. It's completely crushed. There's so yeah. much contrast in that. In and well, there's no micro contrast because otherwise we would be able to see it. I mean, granted, at this point, I can honestly say that we are watching a you know Facebook. You know, version of this. Right. There's very, a lot of compression, very, a lot of distortion. So, you know, we, there's not much you can really comment on this shot. But yes, I I will go with what you're talking about. Yes, bef before I get myself killed. <laughs> okay, we're going through that shot, and we're gonna stop about 7:49 into the video. Um, let's just talk about this stream real quick. I don't want to. Well, yes. Okay. This. Yeah. It's like a, it's a decent shot, but it's I mean. I guess I'm coming from the whole convenient type of perspective here, and it's like, well, I'm guessing this was just the fastest setup they could probably set up here. Mm. And I don't know if this was probably well thought out, like, oh, we want to have it lit this particular way, or mm. we want it to be this particular... I don't know all the details. I mean, I, from our perspective, what we've talked about earlier, at least amongst ourselves, about how the makeup is already being seen. We already see mm. that there's something wrong, but we... But we already see what's going to be coming up next. That's sort of the problem right now. Um, that's what we personally think that could have been um, hidden during this shot. So maybe if it was more silhouetted, like or not really silhouetted. Uh, was it portrait? What's the when you're framing a person on the side? What do you call that? Profile. Profile. If they framed it profile, it would have been covering up that exactly. Or the other thing you uh, Austin would have mentioned. I will let you mention about the. Uh, was it you, Curtis? Something yeah. you better mention about the lighting. If it was crushed, if they had crushed oh. the blacks, we wouldn't have seen the details in the other side of the face. We'd sure. have, it'd have all been hidden. Sure. Um, well, and I think even just talking about the lighting itself, um, honestly, I like it just because it, it, it represents a damaged look. It represents a damaged look, and I have to agree with uh, Stephen. And I know Austin's going to point this out: is that if it would have just gone right a little bit more. We would have gotten away from the side of her face that we would have maybe gone more profile. Mm -hmm. um, what I, I what I like about it and just like if you looked right next to the book the books that's a nice highlight. It's not blown mm -hmm. out. It's not it's it's looking good. But like the black under that, I love how that like you just emotionally telling about this the frame. It's like okay right. something's dark happening in her life. You know all of that stuff's happening, which I like. I mean there's only so much I can talk about this frame. I will I really wish. Um, to me, it would have been maybe just a little wider, or it's the crop. I feel like there's a huge aspect ratio on this this uh, project overall in a whole. I mean, it's clearly 2.35 or 2.39. It'd have to be a 2.39. Yeah. That's a lot. I mean, the shot in and of itself is not a bad shot. I mean, granted, like it's been previously discussed, and, and I can see the the makeup right at her chin. I, I, can, I know that there's something there. I know that there's something right on the edge of her nose. There's just a lot of things that are being revealed right now to the point that even I can see, and even with the low quality, I, I see like a sheen on the inside of her face and the darkness that's that could have easily been cut down by like a, a floppy or anything for that matter because I'm getting light refractions. I'm well, getting light ref we, reflections off of that side of her We face. are getting some bounce or return yeah. from that wall I mean, over there. 
and that that to me is very annoying specifically as a cinematographer you're wanting to reveal that that is your big reveal in this storyline like that is the big punch but one, two. but would you agree that if they went more profile they would have gone away May, from it well it, here's they're the thing, shooting though. more into a blue wall which is a is a mm -hmm. big no in, in that color type grading of could have fixed this color grading, <laughs> yeah, co color yeah, grading could have that, also fixed this that's yes. true very true but i mean granted the shot is a three-quarter angle shot and, yeah. and, it, and it does have some nice depth to it i do agree i love the light yes. that's behind her yep. i love the bookshelves i love the fact that she's facing away from the light yes but i wish that she was facing truly away very, from the light not very. with this like artificial like additives i mean granted it does give some light onto her face but it's not it doesn't give you that same feeling of like brokenness and shatteredness that could have happened. I would have to disagree. Um, I think it, it plays beautifully. It just what's interesting about the shot, and I just noticed it, is that we, if you look at her hair, we've got daylight and then it goes tungsten. And I think it's the color that's throwing us off. It'd have been a little if it was a little softer and a little and more blue into more what was matching with the daylight, it would have worked. It just feels well, see, like it well, feels like there's a lot of kitchen light coming in from somewhere. Well, not only that, but I just feel as though if you would have used like a like if you would have just bounced the source as a daylight source instead, that would have been a lot softer and just if it would have felt more like it was wrapping around in the room, not some sort of artificial light. That just throws it for very me. Very true. Well, um, I'd have to see what like even f-stop they're shooting at what we yeah. had return wise mm -hmm. and yeah that would Which, all be something that light meter would have told them of but course anyway uh, and i think honestly the only other thing i, I wanted like to throw in here is that granted depth of field plays a lot into telling the story emotionally mm -hmm. uh, like keeping people from being distracted from the background mm -hmm. but the lower your aperture is um specifically when i mean that i mean t4 t5 6 t8 uh, the the higher the level of contrast is going to be, and if they would have shot this frame at like T4 or lower, like possibly T5 6, the contrast on that side of her face, the shadows would have truly gone into a darkness. They would have been able to cover up a lot of the the refracting light that I see, specifically on the on the right side of Very her true. face. Very true. Okay, we're gonna move on real quick. Okay, let me stop this about right. Um. So this shot, she's walking in. We're stopped about 7.38. Um, she walks into frame um, and stops, lands, and, and delivers her lines. Um, yeah, we'll just talk about this frame real quick. Okay, so something about this shot that I have to say that I do appreciate this shot. It looks really, really... It looks nice. I don't want to say it's perfect, but I want to say it looks nice. And I, I do appreciate everything. The light feels even on the windows, which I'm pretty sure Curse would agree with me there. But they're uh, blown out. The, well, they're evenly blown out, though. <laughs> they but did. they're blown out. <laughs> there's no curtain over I, there. I, I know, but that's what we were talking about the other shot. Sure, too. sure, sure. But there's rules to that. Anyway, okay. we're going to go okay, keep going. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, this shot's quite interesting, specifically not only the frame, but what's happening with the character. And I, I'm pretty certain Stephen can go on a rant about this. Uh, as, as, the, as the second you know, character that we've seen in this entire story so far, the way she walks into frame. I'm just going to talk about the story a little bit. We, we're going to try to stay focused on the technical side, but just story-wise, um, she walks into frame from out of focus into focus, which cinematographers use this uh, as a reveal, as a hero entrance, as a mystery, as a villain reveal. There's so many ways to use this. Um, this moment... To me, honestly, it feels extremely awkward. Mm. I mean, granted, the shot is nice. They have a blown-out window, which we can discuss later. But nah. overall, Steve, go for that. Why Why do you think they did that, honestly? Well, I don't know. I, I can't say if it was intentional or not, but 
what I would have done was, since she was not a mystery element, I don't feel like that was needed. I don't feel like... I agree. If you were... Okay, let's recount uh, back up there. You wouldn't use a out-of-focus character... Well, a character walking into a focus uh, point because her character is more like exposition. She's more like here to tell us about the situation in a way mm-hmm. and introduce another character. Very true. She is like the, she's like the preface of the page of the book. Very right, she's about to tell us the first chapter. She's yeah. about to introduce a mystery, mysterious person though. Mm-hmm. Like who is the guy? We don't know who he is. It would mm-hmm. have been more interesting if he was the one walking into a focused uh, shot. Oh, lockdown focus, I guess, right? Very good point. Very, very good, good point. point. Yeah. Very good point. Because if we look at the next shot here from the wide, mm-hmm. she's in, she's sort of in focus. Yeah. And it would have been... Just think about this real quick. What if they would have had very shallow depth of field and it's very focused on her and you, we see him come out of the kitchen. That's all blurred out. And then like you see him walk towards us and, like, and that, that's where he comes mm-hmm. in and picks up the chair and sits mm-hmm. down. And that would have been the shot. I got excited about that shot for some reason. That's yeah. awesome. That's well, awesome. I mean, it, again, it would have done the same exact effect if they had just... I mean, even if you just took the shots they have right now Very. and used the sequence up to this point Very. and just let her walk into frame, as, even if she was doing something, yeah. you know, groceries, anything. I mean, she just kind of wanders into frame yeah. out of focus for no She's reason like whatsoever. Yeah. that you don't, can't get rid of. Yeah. <laughs> Why are you here? Why are you a mystery? Yeah. Why are you that important? Exactly. But that beside the point, we'll, we'll get around let, uh, that to later. Okay. Uh, Shot-wise, it is a nice frame. She does have some good uh, like contrast on her face. I'm sure. not sure exactly what lens they're using, but if I was to take a guess, based off of the depth of the field, I would say the 7200. And that's just because of the the, the meta bones mm. and the fact that they're shooting at two eight. Very because good. Because that's that's it. Just it feels a very compressed. Very and good. they would have been at the other end of the room. <laughs> uh, but it's yes. also like the the highlights portray a lot of canon. Like that that is pure very, canon. Yes. Uh, that is yeah. uh, that canon thrives off of that blown out very. bulgy look. You know, and here's the thing: is that the rule about blown out is that you have to have a curtain over to when it's blown out because that's where it gives it it gives it a, some mm-hmm. sort of like evenness mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. That's spread. But that's fine. But when it comes to having a character behind it in your frame, it just doesn't work. Your eye completely goes away from the face every single mm-hmm. time. You got to think about this when you're shooting it. You're going to be sitting in a very dark room with your audience, and your audience, the the, the human eye is going to go for the brightest thing in the image, mm-hmm. and that's the brightest thing in the image. Now, of course, there's action, and people subconsciously are going to go to the window and then to her face. Yeah, actually, play that clip for a second, yeah, really quickly. I mean, we can see her kind of stand. See, that's one thing that could have saved that shot. Is if she, as as the actress, they would have intentionally put her right in front of the window. Yeah. You know, as like that bright light that's kind of exactly. behind her. It's kind of like that even She's an character. Angel. Well, she she has no. She doesn't have a conscience yet. You don't have a, a sure. an emotional attachment to sure. that character yet. Sure. She's just there in the light. Sure. Like if you'd intentionally done that, that would have been nice. Sure. But she's just right off center of the frame, and it just it's just. Just, Very just the emotion of the shot, it, it's much brighter than what we've been seeing uh, previously. Like, mm-hmm. the last couple shots... Very been very stark when it comes to contrast, mm-hmm. and this seems very very bright. The cabinets, there's no really so much contrast. Mm-hmm. We've got some color finally that yep, actually looks go. decent. Um, the the red, the blue. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that I have no. I'm not going to get a guess what that is. Yeah, yeah. green. Why did I say blue for? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, but very very non-contrasted for the background and then you've got her which is yeah, some contrast light, they have, you know, light in the eye which is fantastic yes very yeah. fantastic she doesn't i don't think she has a backlight which is i don't i don't, I don't, think, I don't think, think you need it i don't think yeah, you need it i don't it. think so all right we're gonna move on and we're back to the same shot around 7 
Yeah, close up on Same, her face. Yeah, she's still looking dejected, I guess mm -hmm. we could all say. Back to the same shot of her. I see. I really actually, if you pause it right here at the seven, like 18, 18 mark, I, mean, she, I actually do like the lighting on this. I mean, it is it, very it, one sourcey. It's though. very one sourcey. And to be honest with you, I think if they would have went with that feel for the entire short film, like without backlight, without anything, there is backlight up there. You see on yeah, her hair I, up and there. And I noticed that now. Yeah. If they had gone with the one source feel, mm. I would have loved it. I okay. honestly do. I love that natural feel for it. Specifically the fact of the subject matter they're talking about. It isn't it isn't dramatic, it's sad. It's mm. dark. And it, it like if you just leave it yeah. with that feeling. Well, and here's what I think in just going back to the blown out window because it bugs me. Um, if they would have had some like blue or, or, or red or uh, different colored like drapes that just hung kinda hung in front of it, do turn that would Turn a fan on and have it blowing slightly, like yeah. as if there was air or just the blow through the you window. Know. Like uh, yeah. that would have worked for me. Yeah. That would have worked. Anyway, let's let's move on before we get, get too, too heated about this. Man, she's still talking. Very still have... talking. Good guess about the seventy two hundred though. I I wouldn't have guessed that. She walks out of the room about seven oh seven, um, and we've got an empty frame yet again. Okay, so we're going to stop at about, um, let us stop around 7.03, seven minutes. Um, gentlemen, go ahead. I'd be just repeating what I said earlier, though, about revealing a character that should have been the mystery person, the mystery character, mm -hmm. which is the, the man coming into the room. Mm. And I just got to say, it's like, I mean... Everything feels intentional to an extent. I mean, she is like, you know, there's some negative fill in the front, you know, area. We still see some definition, and we got the backlight. Um, but <sighs> the only thing that just bugs me is this reveal of the character, like when it would have just been better if he was actually a close-up and him, the you know, the out-of-focus and then into the focus mm -hmm. point. And that would have been such a really, I feel like, more dramatic entrance. Sure. Mm -hmm. I know they probably weren't going for a dramatic feel for the story, but I mean, to pull the audience into the character, to like trying to figure out what's going on, yeah. we don't want to feel like we're just like going along this tedious row. We want to feel like there's something more to what's going on, and we want we want to be in the situation where we want more information sure. instead of actually them giving us the information. Sure. Yeah. Because now giving us too much information mm -hmm. puts us in a situation where why are we here? Okay, I've seen everything. We don't sure. want to see the rest of the story because now yeah. we already know at the end of the story, yeah. you know, that sort of feeling. But not yeah. that that's what this mm -hmm. shot did, but that shot yeah. gave us the feeling of yeah. we know who he is, we know what he looks like, and we kind of know what his uh, uh, dress routine is. He doesn't like tucking his shirts in. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, sorry. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, Steven's going wardrobe now. <laughs> sorry. All right. No, okay, right. let's go on. I mean, it is a big reveal. I mean, Granted, we did discuss a little bit about the fact that if they had gone with a you know a little bit more of a uh, cheekier reveal with him out of focus in the background with some heavier depth of field closer up on her face sure. and then just seeing him in the background walking into frame exactly. that could have happened again. We're not going to critique about like what gear you have as filmmakers. You know, we use what we can get yeah. specifically. You know, comparative to budget. Hmm. I mean, this is obviously the you know the wide angle. Was it fourteen mil? Yes, fourteen mm broken on, broken on, and it's I a three. It's it. a three point one if I remember correctly. T stop. So it's it's a it's a pretty dark lens, but wide open. I mean, there's basically no depth of field here. I mean, it, what what little there is is just minimal. Mm -hmm. um, Would you agree that 
would you have liked uh, to have um, her out of focus or him out of focus? Or wait, she was in focus and he was not in focus. Exactly, absolutely, exactly. Definitely. It would have been the same thing that we were doing yeah. with the other shot. Is that if she would have been focused and it would have been very blurred, and he mm-hmm. walks in, walks up, picks yeah. a chair up, sits down, and then he's in focus. Mm-hmm. That would have made the yeah. shot for me. Well, and also, just as like uh, as a cinematographer planning out a shot list, I personally don't feel from the moment that we have the sort of pseudo close up on the secondary female mm. that walks in the room, yeah. it does give us a little bit of a per- more personal feel. Sure. It kind of reveals to, I mean, me personally, that there is some sort of pseudo connection between both the girl and this other female. As either their sisters or best friends sure. or you know something that yeah. gives them a deeper relationship for us to have a close up. If we would have stayed by her from this point forward sure. without going to any close ups or any medium shots of him, sure. we wouldn't be taking his side. Exactly. We are, mm-hmm. because right at the moment we're hers. Exactly. We're all hers. We're from her perspective. But we would have just stayed on her and let him have like he has to come to her first. Sure. He has to come to us. Come yeah, into exactly. her space. Yes. Her Focus in space because she had just previously stated don't hurt him again exactly so it would give that same feeling of him like awkwardly and shyly coming into the room like uh hi he is he's entering her space Mm -hmm. willingly knowing that he's going to get hurt yeah which is really good potential yeah go ahead and talk about really very quickly about the boeing that we see because of the 14 millimeter (sighs) it's a 14 millimeter you're going to get boeing no matter what you use exactly anamorphics will bow all the way up to 40 millimeter sure so i mean you can't really escape that outside of it though Talk about uh, what they, I mean, trying to get away from the Boeing, if they wanted to, they would have to shoot this on at least a 28 to a 35 millimeter yeah. to get, get the Boeing out. Mm-hmm. It depends on the lens, but trying and, to get out. considering the fact that it's a four-thirds mount, you're never going to be able to get away from that Super 16 crop. And exactly. even with a Metabones uh, adapter for you know a wider angle, you're... Exactly. You're never going to be able to escape it. Exactly. So, I mean, framing, angling, they're very limited here. You can't mm. escape it. You can't change it. Sure. And maybe if they would have just adjusted the frame over a little bit to the left, mm. um, that that would have been slightly nice. But otherwise, I mean, I can still see a little bit of detail of the scarring on her face. Sure. And yeah. this is even at this low res. I'm, I'm assuming we're at mm-hmm. 480. No, we're at 1080p. Are, is this 1080p? Yeah, Woo. it's Facebook. That's damn. Yeah. When you said when, I, when we said Facebook, we meant Woo. Facebook. Um, it looks like 480 yeah. or 720. It's 720 um, uh, blown up to look like 1080p. <laughs> Gosh, exactly. It, it's painful, but I mean, uh, yeah. And you know, and just going back to the 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 thing itself, I know Stephen said we you know we've got an HMI coming in on our hair. We've got hopefully some return on her. I'm not for sure what's playing on him if there's anything that, that he just used the windows back there. But I think what maybe bugs me the most about this shot is just the um, art department. I mean, just look, I mean, we've got spatulas coming out of the 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 wall there. We've got this whole weird chandelier, and I'm going to mention the chandelier a couple <laughs> times in this video because it bugs the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got this trash can protruding from the wall as well. We've got these black blobs of whatever mm-hmm. back there. We got a microwave with a cup sitting on it. Mm-hmm. We've got a black uh, um, socket um, over there like, on the wall. Light, like- no, no, no. That's, that's a plug-in because we got down one down uh, there on the right, side. You're right, you're right. So it's, it's aggravating to me. Um, it's very cluttered, very, very cluttered. And I feel like maybe, maybe it's just the way they did it, but I feel like there's a, when you have someone on set that, and I'm not saying they didn't know what they're doing, but there's a very organized, there's an organized mess when you see it in the films it's that like people, intentionally people are breaking mess. down. You see that it's very organic, very organic. And yes. this doesn't feel organic to me. Um, a lighting guy talking about wardrobe, take that as a grain of salt. But that being said, I, can I? I'm gonna debate yours, your opinion. Go for it. Which, under the circumstances, I still think, in within this framing, 
that they have selected, mm-hmm. I feel like that's probably the only options they probably had. They couldn't move anything around? Well, I mean, think about it. I mean, there's boots on the floor there, and that's in frame. Are those trash, boots? Those are boots. Okay. And then there's, like, uh, the trash can, the plant, the cup on the microwave. I'm guessing there's not much you can do. I mean, think about it. I mean, put something on the countertop right there, or at least on the ledge. Hmm. Um, there's the possibility. I mean, they probably put stuff on the... To bridge, me, I mean, here's why I think about this is that we've already established her friend coming from the kitchen. If her friend is the tidy one that knows what she's doing, it shouldn't look like that. If if we're no. talking about her, her room should be a mess. This room should be a mess. This is where she's staying. And that's why I know we had talked about this previously and I wasn't going to bring it up, but I feel like this whole scene should play out in bedroom, not so much in the living room because it just doesn't feel personal enough. Well, do you want to play it forward just to explain what yes, you're talking yeah, about? Yeah, we will. Yeah. There's a shot coming up. Here's that shot. Okay, we're going to stop about right there. I don't want to like that shot. All right. uh, right There There we go. Okay, we saw it around 6.54, but you can um, go back to where you can um, get a good frame. So this is the shot we were thinking about. Should have started it instead of the wide? Or does that really there, matter? There's, again, <laughs> I'm not going to critique and or criticize you know, the, the DP's decision as to both the, 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 the decision to just actually shoot this frame specifically. Um, but it is it is a very strange shot to me. I mean, first off, they did bring down the background. Uh, mm, very, that's that's a very, massive improvement. Very. But overall, the shot is elevated it's a lot higher than the previous shot because we're looking a little bit further down i'm Mm. seeing stuff on the countertops um it's not symmetrical Mm. at all i mean because even if you look at the curtains there's all this this weird strange like millimeter yeah it's what what millimeter it's definitely on the 18 to 35 i mean there is no compression it's probably on like a 35 i'm assuming okay um there is some depth of field but it's not much it's probably t3 at most um or t3.5 i'm not sure But they, there's light in his eyes. I will give it that. They have some nice micro contrast on his face. Sure. But it is just a very out of place shot to me. It does not make sense story wise, and okay. I don't need to become this personal to see his emotion. He is not that important to the story yet. It's her. It's her because exactly. you're wanting to see her reject him and then then become attached to who his character is. Yeah. Right now, you don't you like. I don't need to know. Sure. I don't care enough about him yet. Sure. All I know is that this girl is lonely and that she is upset by something. Exactly. I don't know what it is, but this this shot just seems random. To no, me. I get you. No, I get you. And just talk about this real quick. I feel like they're they're one source look. I feel like it's always like they're on stage. Like they've always got backlight on this mm-hmm. character. They've got backlight on some of these characters. A lot of these characters. And I'm not talking just about her. Um, because I think it works on her, but just having a, a, a one source light and then having backlight to me just doesn't feel like it should be. Um, I'm going to go ahead and mention the uh, uh, lamp, of course, the chandelier, left side. No, you can't miss it. And the red solo cup down there on the right side. Um, <laughs> above his that red cup, it's annoying. Right? <laughs> okay, well, okay, what I think what Curtis is really frustrated about is the fact that the rim light on our character here doesn't feel in like a natural source light. It feels like it's coming further uh, to the right, which uh, we don't really know how that light actually got there. Well, there's no window over there. Right. That's what we're, Well, there, it would have come in lower, so it would have actually been more silhouetted anyway. Exactly. So, exactly. you know, and I, I, I can, and maybe I can, I, I'm not a betting man, but if I had a guess, I would say they brought that 1200 1200 back inside because they're I, either they put a something over this window which i'm not for sure exactly what or they brought the 1200 and they're bouncing it mm-hmm. that would be my guess which based off of just that fact and bringing up the whole fact that there's a red light 
I also just realized that he used absolutely zero practicals this mm. entire project. That's true. And wow. like, even though I am seeing light that would reveal that there's some sort of practical there, they sure. never, ever show it. They I feel never, like this ever... whole shoot would have been better at night. Just the emotion of it would have been better. No, I think you said the same thing. I think you said this before in our earlier talk. Well, either way, it has to get... I mean, okay, For I guess for me, a rule of thumb I would always at least try to keep in production is if you're going to use, uh, you know, a practical uh, natural sunlight or uh, practical lights that you're going to see in the frame, like if it's at night, that when adding your lights that are to enhance a practical hmm. that it's supposed to have the matching direction that's coming from yes there's parts and and uh tricks there's there's tricks to the trade of actually cheating the look and where the light's coming from but the point being is it's not meant to distract your audience away from the story it's meant to enhance uh the feeling you can always shape your the director's job is to, you know, shape the actor where to stand, and and with the aid of the uh, the DP, which is to help the actor think of this is where my frame is, this is where my head's supposed to go. Yes, the gaffer is supposed to help, you know, think about okay, his head's probably gonna turn right to left here and there in this scene, but most of the time he's gonna be probably looking this direction. Mm. So the feeling we're trying to get is a particular light that's gonna hit him a particular way, and so. I mean, yes, we appreciate what, I mean, this is good, uh, a thoughtful framing, and that's what enhances the story, is mm. when we frame a shot and we True. add lights into the frame, we like to know where that source has come from. But on occasion that when we don't have, when the character's in a situation where there shouldn't probably be any light, sure. that's why it's storytellers, writers add practicals into their story exactly because well, they write it with it because they know the gaffer is going to have to throw something out there they know they have to see that character one way or another unless exactly. it's intentional that that light's not supposed to be there well and i think that's why people you know when you read a script it's like you know she's sitting by a lamp that's why you kind of read some of that or he's sitting or they really describe what's going on in the scene mm -hmm. is that you're they're giving the audience an idea of where the light or what's going on in the scene and it's not so much for script writing, it's it's a lot, but and a lot of it comes down to the set dresser and it sets the mood. Sets the mood a lot about what's going over. on about yeah. that. Yeah, mm -hmm. which I, what's interesting about this shot is that we do have a window over on the left side. We've already established where sort of where the lights coming from. I think our biggest issue is where the backlight's coming from, um, and you know, hence the reason that we're talking about it. I would like to hear you guys' opinion on this. Mm. Uh, would you? I mean, for me personally, I mean, I've always been a running gun type shooting film. I've always been a running gun filmmaker, and mm. so I've always had to just work with practical situations. Sure. Like putting the character next to the practical, like next to the window. Sure. Would you see the same way for this story? Because right now he's in a place where that much light shouldn't exactly hit him because he's in, actually in a dark spot in the room. No, and it. it from mm. our, from our, if you look at any Hollywood film, I'll just point out Spider Man for an example, Amazing Spider Man, where she, you have, um, whatever his name Andrew is, Garfield. Andrew Garfield and his aunt in the bedroom. They're talking about, um, there's a lot of Dutch angles in this, in that shot, in that scene, and they're talking about, um, his father. Well, if you look at, if you're cutting, if you're going back between those two shots, they're flipping the key, and but no one notices it. No one notices it. This 
to me, no one, I, I don't, it's hard for the audience to understand, okay, well, light, boom, it's there. But for us, the more technical we're talking about it, that light shouldn't be coming, there shouldn't be that much light but coming from. But do you from, think Amazing you know, Spider-Man should get away with something like that? They did get away with it. <laughs> but the point is, should we be taking advice from them at the press? Because we're not them. If we're not them, but we're taking the rules that we can break them if we know how to break them well. If you, if I, it, it took me a while to even catch it because I was watching that film and it was like, wait a minute. It, it's a feature film though. How are we supposed to catch it? If we're in a, like a two hour long movie, we aren't able to capture, well, catch these moments because exactly. we're, we're engrossed in the story. Exactly. But if we're not engrossed in the story, we're in, unfortunately, if we're not engrossed with the, engrossed in the story yet. yet, that's our situation. Yeah. And I understand that. And to me, it seems, yeah, like you said, it does seem a, a way brighter than it should be. But opinion's opinion, and we'll, we're going to move on. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're going to go about... Um, we're still got the same shot about... Um, I think we could pause it here. I don't think there's only so much we could talk about here. We're about 6.45. Was this going back to the whole idea that Austin, like, revealing in this position instead? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it's just the same concept of the fact that we don't need to go to close up on him. I don't need to know his feelings. I don't need to know why he's here. I don't need to see his him as an actor. Um, I don't care about his character yet. The only thing I care about at this point is the fact that she is upset by something. Exactly. The whole story revolves around her. Yeah. If we just stay on this side of her, we sure. have chosen to watch it from her perspective. Sure. Not taking his side at all. Sure. Mm -hmm. No, I get that. Mm -hmm. Because already I'm divided. Like, the fact that I've already been to his position and seen, like, a close-up of him, I'm on his side to some extent. Yeah. But now, I mean, granted, we see him bringing up a chair. He's sitting down. He's come to her again. And now he's sitting down. Yeah, and we have stopped at 629. 629 mark. Uh, so this is the, the beginning of several sequences of shots. These are all going to, going to be the same, hmm. uh, but they all revolve uh, of OTSs and singles, well, close to be singles, uh, of, of the <laughs> Very, very in. specific distinction yeah, there. Very, very specific. They're so close to being singles that they were just a hair off. Yeah, exactly. Pun intended. Yeah. Um, yeah, It. The, this entire... Yeah. I'm just going to leave that out, cut that out. I don't even know where I, I was going to say something really cruel. <laughs> We're going to keep going. Um, do you want to Do you want to start? Yeah. Well, I think one thing I like about this shot, um, one thing I do, uh, one thing I think is interesting about this shot is that um, there's a, we've got one source coming from. Uh, we've got it coming from the window. His shirt is the hottest thing in this image, which I don't particularly like. Um, they should have either scrimmed off his shirt or something, brought that down because that, I mean, my eye automatically goes up to his shirt. Her hair is yes, beautiful, but her shirt, we've got a very bright spot, um, above his collar, which again, um, I think a little bit further on in this scene, they do frame down a little bit and that does go away. Um, another thing that kind of bothers me about the shot is the nose light on her, which uh, to me, yes, I've seen it done in Hollywood films, but for this, it just doesn't work in my opinion. Um, it just they've either should have rotated the light or just maybe her hat made you know have her head spin a little bit more so the light's not on her nose. Um, yeah, there's a couple other things about this shot, but yeah, Austin, just talk a little about framing. I mean, framing it's pretty standard. It's an OTS. Sure. Uh, it's definitely a three quarter OTS, so we're not really taking uh, a perception of his gaze. Mm. And so, I mean, 
we're also not looking down on her. That was a massive, massive thing that I actually really liked about this, is the fact that they kept it at her level. Mm. It wasn't demeaning, it wasn't him looking down at her in any respect. It's just very, um... It's very neutral. Sure. It's very neutral for him, and I do enjoy the fact sure. that they chose that. So, Quick question would be, I mean, we're talking about emotion in this shot. It just doesn't, for me and you, and I know we've talked about this before we did this podcast, is that we're talking about trying to put some separation between them. And this shot, to me, just when this is the first shot we see of them coming out of the wire, or even coming from that very odd 14-millimeter uh, sort of wide, or whatever you want to call it, is that... There's no, there's no distinct line between them. Mm-hmm. I feel like if we would have bumped, if we would have gone left, and this is just all hypothetical, if we would have gone left and some, put something between them. Is that there is something between? Yeah, well, them. there is no distance here. I mean, yeah. it, and in some ways, granted, I'm just assuming that you know they have been dating for a while already. That there's some sort of love interest. So that so being I think close. Fiances. Are they? Do you think yeah. so? Um, because I mean, she later on talks about the wedding night later on in the story. So, I, to some, well, to some extent, she says that I can't bear, I can't give you children. Exactly. So, but they, that sounds serious to me. You don't have to be serious to talk about that. I've, ta- I mean, for me personally, I've talked about that with my girlfriend before. I mean, we had only been dating for let's, two months. Let's okay. not, let's <laughs> not get into that. But, let's not but, get into but that's that. That's the thing, though. Depending on the relationship, they're exactly. always going to have that exactly. discussion. So that okay. beside the point, this is going into depth of the character because that really does play out as to how you would frame it. But in general, I think the shot's okay. I granted. There is absolutely no movement in this entire short film, and I would have loved to have this scene start out as a as a you know as a rotational shot. Mm. Um, it would have just been beautiful to have him sit down and have that separation, and as the conver- conversation slowly progressed, the camera was slowly rotating right, and we're just getting closer, and mm. they're bringing them closer okay. and closer together up to the moment that she turns and looks at him. That would have been the moment where we're a true OTS, and she just turns and looks at him. Sure. Of course, that would have been a cut, you know, cut away to a close up, but sure. it would have at least given some sort of digression to the shot of progression to sh- see that. That, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Those two bring. No, I like that. Together. I like that. Steve, what do you think? I don't want to make any comments about this frame. So. Okay. Cool. Okay. We can cut that part out. Um, no, and no, I'm not going to cut it out because I want to ask you a question. Is there a reason why you're not commenting on it? Are you going to be too? Is there? Well. Too much it's, emotion? Well, no. It's it, to me. It's kind of to me. This shot's a filler shot at the present moment before they cut back to him as he's talking. Sure, very true. So to me, it's the filler shot. I mean, yes, it's like I don't know. I mean, I I always have mixed feeling when I actually have nose light. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> that, that, it's it, always been a pet peeve of mine when I have dealt with lighting in, in my situations. Unfortunately. Hmm. There's some continuity here. Earlier we saw light on her face, and now we don't see light on her face. And she's supposed to not have even moved her head. Here, here's the thing: is that in these type of short films, there is no such thing as called continuity. I mean, we've got okay, okay. We've got so well, many, we've got so many things flying around that, and, and I've done short films that continuity has been really bad on. But it's it's one of those things that you kind of have to keep with the 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 idea of where the 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 light's coming from, what's going on in the frame, and where establishing. I I mean, where the what the what the move? Sorry. What the movement's gonna do to the light—that's exactly. what I'm always about right now. Exactly. I, I mean, I, back then I never thought about that, but now that's a really big deal. It's exactly. Like, what's it gonna do? Yeah, and that's the thing is that if we're talking about just the, even the idea of the the light the light quality itself, you know, um, you know, if we're cutting back to the uh, even a close-up shot further on in this story, is that the light is completely different. So, 
like like continuity is not high on the priority on this film. All right, so we've got them just moving along in this conversation, um, and we've got the same frame about seven, uh, six seventeen. Uh, it's doesn't. There's not much to. Explain. Could, There's nothing. It's the same. They really could have switched lenses for this shot right here. Possibly. Maybe. Having a master frame to cut back to is something. I think personally, this is where you could cut to the first original frame. Exactly. To that's show exactly the entire room is. and how mm. awkward it is. Exactly. Um, further exactly. on in this, when she, I think, actually reveals exactly. um, a part of herself, like to see his reaction, that would have been nice to cut back to wide. But again, we never do, so exactly. it's not much to say. Same shot. Sure. Yeah. Same shot. There's really no f finessing on this thing, mm -hmm. and if you look at his eyes, you know there's there is like some of the eye socket stuff, which just to me it just does not read as a very confident person. It feels more damaged what she's what yeah. she's doing, and, and even as it's playing, we're just seeing him hand her flowers. Exactly, and she looks very obstinate, and he looks. And to be honest with you, he feels more damaged in a lot of ways. Very, which. But, I mean, you look at the story and the, the idea behind his character is that he is damaged. She's rejected him once. And so, I mean, we know that it, he's been hurt multiple times before yes, this for some it reason. It does make sense. Yeah. It does make sense. He also seems very shy. So, I mean, granted, yeah. giving him a damaged look as well, which, where are we at now? Could we, uh, could we move forward a little bit? It is about 556, I think. Mm -hmm. We can move a little bit further. Okay. So, we're at like 554 here. Um, and this is, he's kind of looking up at, at her and, and having, you know, conversation. Mm. And as, as a cinematographer, one of the biggest pet peeves for me, for any filmmaker out there, specifically Indy, <laughs> because that's where they make the mistake, is they do not give the character eye light. Exactly. At all. They give him mm. absolutely no eye light whatsoever. I mean, I can get past the crushed look underneath the eye. I can get past the, the fact that, like, the windows are slightly odd and there's some clutter in the left-hand side of the frame. I can, I can get past that. It, just getting down to the fact that there is no light in the eye is a massive, massive, like... Just well, killer it, 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 gives, it kills it, what light to me understands. When just talking about mm -hmm. emotion strictly, is that it gives hope, mm -hmm. it's yeah. life, and to him, she's talking about everything that she's he's going to be talking about, and she's going to be talking about in this scene is that she can't give him the life that he wants, and him telling her I don't care about that stuff is him still having hope. And him not having the light into me just completely kills the scene. For my, personal, in my opinion. No, absolutely. I but, absolutely agree. Yeah. Steve, the no comment guy. I, I. It's, gosh. I'm trying to play defender and invader at the same time. So, and that's my mixed feelings here. Is I okay. I can't defend it and I can't invade it either. Sure. Well, and I think I coming back to the whole idea of what I was talking about earlier is I feel like this is very staged. I feel like the light on him is too bright. We talked about this earlier, yeah. Steve. The light on him is too bright, very way, 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 way too bright. Well, I'm gonna... actually, I could agree with the brightness here, but not no. earlier. I had to disagree with you there, brother. Why? Because it feels like he's on stage. Just look at the look, okay. at, the, look at the windows behind okay. him. Maybe it's because it's too high. It probably should have been. Well, no, 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 take that no. away. Just look at the just overall the exposures of this frame. What is the brightest part of this entire him. image? So he it, is. the room but, should have been lit up. Then. Well, no, no. Let's just go with the fact that we keep his exposure the same way it is right now. Why is the window behind him look like it's a cloudy day outside, and then the window to the left look like it's a brighter day out? Like there's three yeah. different levels of different exposure, and that's just that's just for me looking at. It. And they're different colors. 
That's the biggest thing too. Like one's like a purish white, then one's an off white, then one has like a blue undertone to it. It's just there's not only color tones, but he is just way too overexposed to match what we've previously seen from the external. Exactly. Can we make an agreement here that actually outside time is moving in a different progression? (laughs) No, it's not so much time is in progression. I've seen this before in a lot of films. Oh, I know. I know. Is that You've got sun cloud, sun cloud, and it's the biggest pet peeve on any shoot of, yeah. uh, of mine is that when you're about to set, when you set the negative yeah. fill up for the the the, the, sh- the clouds, you've got broad sunlight, and when you set the silk up, you've got clouds. So we will move on. Yeah, we can see That's why talking. he does frame up, and I think yeah. that was one thing that we talked about oh, earlier yeah. is that the the framing on that mm-hmm. last shot was mm-hmm. very interesting. Not so good. They did frame they up. Cut about, a lot of his head off. Yeah, in these very, frames yeah. specifically. So about five forty-seven, yeah. they ended up. Yeah. So it, up. it gives the actor a, a very large forehead, which this goes for all actors. As a cinematographer, you have to be careful of that. You can give them weird, strange, un, uh, unsymmetrical uh, like body parts, mm. even for yeah. legs, arms, you know, necks, Nose. torsos, noses, because you're cutting different parts of the body off that make other parts of their body look a lot larger. Exactly. So mm. exactly. Yeah. Millimeter. Guess the millimeter. Again, I'd say eighteen to fifty okay. uh, because or fifty-five because there's not enough room for a seventy to two hundred on here. There's not the uh, either compression nor yeah you know, f stop. So Very. okay, or t stop, I should say. I'm guessing they shot this all at 800 ISO, if I had to guess, or yeah, 400, probably. somewhere in there. Okay, so here we're getting to about the 628 six, or yes. 528. I'm, I'm, I apologize. Yeah, five, five, 530 to about 525. Um, this is the big reveal of the film. This is the one scene that if we had to spend like just talking about this, this would have been it. Yeah. I will start off by being the the, the protagonist. Uh, I love the makeup. Whoever the person that they got to do the makeup for this was fantastic. Very mm. good. Very mm. like aesthetic. It looks v- like a burn. It's fan- It's just well, well done. You know, congratulations on that. Top notch. Half of me thinks it's real. Yeah, it, it's very, very good. Um, Facebook compression, maybe, but yeah, the Facebook compression does give that. Why are we giving? <laughs> why are we giving Facebook so much of this? Because it's 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 yeah, it's something else. It's very uh, good, but. Outside of the makeup and the fact that they did give light to her eye, which was which is nice, that might have actually been accidental. Who mm-hmm. knows? Um, the reveal. Um, Hollywood has done this on multiple different uh, you know films throughout the past ten years, even uh, when it comes to major visual reveals of characters' aesthetics. Uh, and this goes from Transformers to the uh, Dark Knight trilogy with uh, with Two Face. This goes to Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm. There's so many times where they use light and darkness to reveal characters' physical attributes in in either a hideous way or is in uh, a beauty way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this was so close to being good. Because they, up to this point, have done a somewhat decent job on keeping her face from being revealed. But they allowed her to not only slip up by turning her head just a little bit and you could begin to see the scarring. But the reveal is so slow mm. and not dramatic enough mm. to give the effect that he, you know, the same effect that he was feeling. Mm. See, from where the camera's positioned, I know for a fact that we're at a three-quarter. And I know his perspective is a full-on, like, side profile. Mm. The way he saw the reveal as 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 a character was a lot more dramatic than what we just revealed. Sure. Because ours was a slow peel back and then, uh, the, hey, take a better look. 
what he saw was completely beautiful face and then a complete reveal. And then he had to take in that that feeling. Shot. That is not what we as an audience re- felt at all. Sure. It no, was just a drag that. on. But no. So. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, we talking about the eye? The mm-hmm. eye. I apologize. The, the light, light? The light, light. I already mentioned well, that. We did. Okay. But I think one of the things about this, though, is that she doesn't have hope. And I feel like in just what you were talking about, maybe this shot, I would have to contradict what you're talking about, is that... Well, that's what they should have had light in her eye. I don't think they should have had light in her eye. I think it was accidental. Okay. Because, it was accidental? Well, I was sitting there looking at the frame. If she looks at him, it's not there. If she looks up, it's there. It's not like they intentionally put light in her eye. Okay. You know, I think then, it was purely accidental because look, as soon as she looks like slightly down and away, like it's completely gone. So. So maybe just direction then could it like how she. Shape, how she turned her head should have actually... Well, for example, the, when we come back to this shot specifically of him, if you look at his eye color, and this is a massive thing, as a cinematographer, you have to know not only what the facial shapes of your actors are, but what their eye color is and their skin tone. That plays heavily as to not only how you light them, but the exactly. fact that he has dark eyes means that when you're getting light into his eye, it has to be highly intentional. It has to be very directed in the fact that you are intentionally trying to make his eyes look life like lifelike or give him for the her source light. well for her i appreciated the fact not so much that there was an eye light in her eye but that there was light in her eye she there was there was some like she looked alive without having the light uh, exactly. eye light there but they she should have look, flipped them they should have flipped it because here looking at his face there's so much contrast in his eyes his eyes are so dark just take a round bounce and put it within view buddy it had just been a just that little bit of an accent would have given that light to his face hmm. okay and that and that's another thing too is that I just noticed about the light is that th- that we do have a wedge on his mm-hmm. um, the wedge light and we do have a return on here because of the contrast mm-hmm. so just as an FYI to our audience it does look he's very sweaty and just the sheen off his forehead just as a point out um, just a heavy, it's a very heavy sheen specifically yeah. on the, the right hand side. I think that's bro- I think that's straight on with uh, no diffusion or so? with diffusion. It wasn't it balanced. Kind of I don't like think. That, yeah. Mm-hmm. It does feel like that. Yeah. Hmm. You know, and and for most of the remainder of this film, I mean, we see him sort of lean in. Which, if we want to pause here, um, at this point, we're at the three forty nine mark or three fifty technically. And again, this is something I'm just going to speak on very very shortly. We have an OTS as well as a supposed single, which this shot is definitely not mm. a single. For this entire scene, we've seen her hair in the left-hand side of the frame just kind of whiffing in and out. Mm. And then now that he's sort of leaned in and the camera sort of pans down, we get to see her. That is honestly just it's sort of indecisive. Because they didn't decide to just have it as a single or have it as a two shot or an OTS. Exactly. They didn't make a, a de, like a, a deci- solid, yeah, solid decision on this, mm-hmm. and it's just randomly happening in and out of the frame, which exactly. is very frustrating to me. Yeah. And now we're at a shot where she's looking at him in a actual close up, um, over the you know as an OTS. Mm-hmm. Uh, this shot, to be honest with you, is one of like the only frames in the entire film that I could actually accept. Not only is there light in her eye, but the light does reveal a lot of her face. There's a nice like light on her hair. He is very dark, I will give you that, and he does take up a little bit more of the frame than he probably should. Mm. Uh, but the biggest thing is, as well, we're not looking past him. We're looking from him, and that's a very specific thing that both 
um, you know, Hoyt von Hoytman talks about when it comes to showing the perspective of, of, of his talent. Mm, if yes. you're trying to show it from her eyes to his, you would take the camera and bring it up to his eye level so that you could see right past the center of frame would be on his cheekbone and then it would be looking at her so that when she does look at as actors as they as they work together with the director like the eye line is very important important but depending if you're on a 50 millimeter or higher you will not only define where she's looking at but it's going to feel so personal to the audience like she's looking straight into the soul of of the character himself very or you drop it down to his shoulder so you're looking past him hmm. you know it's it's a it's, it's kind of like i'm not going to take a position on this yet i'm just here and they've kind of chosen a in between, like they got part of his jawline and the upper part of his, his cheekbone. So mm. it's kind of a, it's an interesting choice. I don't know if it was intentional. Well, it just may have been accidental, but sure, you know. sure, sure. Okay, we're gonna cut there real quick because yep. like, we need to get a new card. It just jumps the frames ahead, I guess. Okay. Um, so yeah, let's just go keep going here. Forty-nine in. We're gonna talk about very quickly about this shot. Still the same thing. We've got backlight on him. We've got a light on her. Backlight on her hair. Um, we're talking about the the background um, with the window and the curtains. We've got. Uh, to me, my personal opinion is that the flowers just represent life too much on her side. Those aren't we've flowers. Got, yeah, they are. Well, those aren't. Not, um, those are plants. Plants. No, dude. The the shades back there. Those are flowers that are coming oh, off the. Off, you're talking about the curtains. Yes. Oh. <laughs> What did I say? <laughs> you just said oh, flowers. He up. Yeah. I, I, that's what I meant, though. Okay. <laughs> one thing I do, uh, we've got a, one thing about this shot, we're about um, 249, uh, two minutes and 49 seconds in, is that um, the background, the curtain, it has flowers on it, which represent life to me. The greenery represents life to me, um, which I don't think personally in this, um, in this shot should say. Um, just from the emotional standpoint of what's happening, um, we've got backlight on her hair. We've got some sort of light on him, which is backlighting um, our actor on the right side of frame and then Keen, our actress, on the left side of frame. We've got a hot spot on the left side above her hair, um, which is interesting. It's the brightest thing in the image. Again, rule of thumb. Um, it, it, Can I make a comment? I mean, at least, I mean, where did the light come from that's lighting his this side steve rationality here is not the, the main point okay well we I, 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 no 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 i'm just saying that's me asking yeah. the question okay <laughs> well the audience <laughs> the audience is asking that question you know we've got backlight and again we're coming back to the whole idea of the whole um nose light we've got this very right. weird reflecting light on her nose and again it bugs me about that what's what's happening can i um debate you on the whole like the background go for it okay i, I love it okay well not that I the frame. We're not going to talk about the framing because I'm going to let uh, someone else talk about the framing. But from my opinion about the background having life and that she's turned her back on the fact there's any hope. Mmm. Mmm. Good. D yes. So yes. That's my debate against yours. So I mean, yes, technically it doesn't make sense, but to me as a storyteller, mm. it does make sense that there's flowers, there's plants, there's life, and there's more to life out there. And she's. The curtains could, curtains could even be symbolically... Okay, this is only coming from a storyteller. Symbolically, she has closed herself off... From the life she From outside had, yeah. that she no. could actually still experience no matter how mm -hmm. she looks. I take that back. I take it back. <laughs> take it back. <laughs> okay. Take yeah, it back. All point. right, go ahead. Good point. What? Framing. Um, framing. 
yeah, I mean, overall, this frame in and of itself is by far one of the frames that I absolutely do not like. There's nothing good that I can say about this frame, and it's for multiple different reasons. Past the symbolic reasons, as a cinematographer, it's just a very unattractive shot. Mm. The, the color grading okay. down to both the overall symmetrics of the frame. I mean, you have part of his body cut off. I mean, you're sure. not showing both of them in the frame and, and choosing, because right now you're seeing more of her than him, so are you choosing to be... A, more on her side than his side. Um, you're also cutting off part of his head. Sure. Can I make know? a I slip uh, something yeah, in? Yeah, go for um, it. So, your opinion here. Uh, wide or this close-up? This moment in and of itself is so important to the film because it reveals not only his emotion, but the fact that she just looked and kind of looked down in this in this in this very split second, and it's now both of them experiencing the same type of emotion, but very different. She's feeling it for both selfish reasons and saying, "I I can't do this. I I don't feel like I can do this to you," and him just basically begging for her to just give him a chance to take care of her, mm -hmm. and. Why they did not cut to a wide, I have no idea. We are so close and so tied to the emotion that we cannot for one second step back and just see them in this room, mm -hmm. just the two of them, alone, her on the sofa, just kind of like on her own perspective. And just it just does not let the audience choose yes. to feel. I, I get what you're saying. And now it makes perfect sense because think about it. When... When we're in a moment, and while he's crying, while she's, when they're both contemplating that moment of silence, or at least we might hear a little bit of his crying, we pull back to now kind of see the full picture of them just kind of like in the moment. So you're saying when pulling back, we're not, we're invested, but we want to go back. It's giving us a chance to want to be. We want to see them in the moment. We don't want to be in the moment. Right. Because right now we're in it. We're right in their face. We're seeing everything about their emotion. I mean, granted, it, it could be a, a technical direction where they said, oh, well, we want to see their, their performances and we want to see. No, no, guys, I'm begging you. Like, you want to be able to step back and let the audience watch. One, exactly. But see, you know? it gives them a want, though, to be involved, though. On the outside, yeah, because on the outside, when back. you step back and you let the characters and the actors like portray the emotion, specifically when he's crying or when he's upset, mm. you're like, oh man, Very. look at them, yeah. you know. You you have to want to be involved when you're that far back. You have to watch what they're doing. You exactly. have to pay attention. Right exactly. now, it's just all in your face. I'm having to look, you know, you know, to one part of the third screen to the other third just to see their reactions. I mean, if you back up, you let me just scrub through it. Honestly. No, we're just gonna let it play. This will be just something that we can talk about okay. real quick. Um, I mean, see, right, even right now, I mean, he's he's breaking down. He's upset. You have to talk to that. You can't. You can't. I'm supposed at that. to look at that, like like, like this. That, just move over a little bit more. Get closer to Steven. There you go. I can just, just look at that and talk to this. And go. I mean, even now we can see him breaking down. He's upset, and we're just here. And I cannot st emphasize and stress enough the, the intensity of the fact that we are just in their faces. You are forcing the audience to experience this very strange and awkward exactly. feeling without backing up and letting them choose what to feel. Exactly. No, and we're running through a couple of the same shots we've been talking about. Uh, he mm -hmm. reaches up and grabs her hair, um, and then I think kisses her on the forehead. Um, so yeah, it's it's a very interesting film. I think we're wrapping it up right now. Then um, she's looking at him. Um, I don't know. I don't feel like they've left us with drama to like 
connect with them. Mm-hmm. I mean, or, well, or either of them. Not only that, but they even just story wise, they haven't given any background. I have no real reason why I should feel like. But you shouldn't though. It's you're meant, but you still are meant yeah. to be be drawn in by a certain emotion to at least a specific mm-hmm. character. Yeah. And the point being is, we are sort of rooting for him at the end when we should mm-hmm. still be with her. I mean, we, we are, at the very end, you are rooting for him, but for the very singular reason that he is upset that, that, she, that she says that she cannot be with him for specifically selfish reasons. And, you know, we don't know anything about the story at this point. It says what love is. I mean, granted, they're trying to express the fact that he is giving unconditional love. Yeah, and that's, and that's what, you know... And that's the theme of the story, really. Yeah. But at the end of the day, what if before this they had a conversation where he said he absolutely wanted to have kids? That's the one thing he absolutely wanted to do. He wanted to start a family. He wanted to start a family. Like, like he, that's all he wants to do. And imagine what she would feel if that was the case. I mean, she, she can't, like... Yeah, and that's the thing. That'd be that, horrible. I, I know, it, you know, Stephen talked about... Um, we talked about this with other people, and I know Stephen had a very good insight into what he thought about, you know, even the resolution of this film. Like, it doesn't have an ending you know, is what we talked about. Um, mm-hmm. So what would you have to add on that? Well, okay, so under the circumstances and knowing that budget budget and circumstances, I understand, has affected this production. We've to, all been there. Uh, we've all been there, but we understand that's what probably affected this the most. But at the same time, I don't, I don't know what I'm about to bash, but the point being is I do appreciate it. We don't see this as often, but the unique thing about what you can experiment with this type of story is the fact that there was no John Wayne moment for him to walk out the door and just to like give him more of like a, give our audience a release of him or something at least. Or I mean, to me, what I, the ending here makes me think of Seven Days in Utopia. We don't see the ball go through the go into the hole. We don't see it. We don't know. What happens? We don't know if he wins or loses. Not that that's important. The point being, we don't even get resolution with her. We, so. I guess the only resolution that he she does have is that her hand somewhat goes to grab the 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 flowers, and I guess in some sense that is accepting his proposal. Like yes, there is a possibility that she could say yes, but it's all built on hypothetical on top of a hypothetical. I disagree because um, she could have just picked them up to go throw them in the trash can. It is very true, but she did set them down. Is in like okay. take them with you, That's and he sarcastic. didn't do anything, and he just reaches down and you know. Yeah. So they, to me, it's like, uh, to me, I feel like, and just I'm kind of nitpicking too. But the whole idea of the flowers, the flowers are sad. I mean, you look at the flowers; they're wilted. Come, I mean, to they me, it's like where did you roses. get those from, bro? <laughs> yeah, it's like, like you just pick them outside yeah. or something. Yeah. Like I, I, I passed. He down the road. He could have gone to Walmart and bought some, but he chose to pick them out of the field. They were at the yeah. cemetery down the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, we're just talking about the film in general. But as as a whole, it was it was a very. I, I, I feel it like was it was definitely bearable. It wasn't something that I felt like a level of cringe because yeah, of exactly. one reason or another. And, which and is, I think, and I think, just us sitting here talking about it um, is is an idea of what we thought about the film and and th- thinking that it, it, it the story has some uh, validity to it. Yeah. You know, and it does have some merit. So, um, so yeah, that was uh, we wouldn't be criticizing if we didn't love it. <laughs> exactly. Well, let's not yeah. go that far. Yeah. Um, but, okay. So I, mean, I will say this: it does feel like they did this in some sort of forty-eight hour film festival. 
for some odd, strange reason. Dang, that is maybe Whoa. because it it has that very like guys. Let's try to tell a story as quickly as possible. How do we do that? Unconditional love. How do we do that? Let's get a guy and a girl. The girl has a problem. She can't say yes to him. His heart is broken, but he says he'll love her anyway. You know, I'll check with that because I might insert something into the audio that does say that. Yeah, because um, it could very well be because it doesn't seem like. It doesn't seem it doesn't like, feel someone... like somebody spent three days shooting this. Yeah, but it does feel no. It does it just feel like somewhat it... like it ended too abruptly for them to have put that much time and effort into something without having some sort of restrictions past story. No, I get that. You know? I get that. Okay. So okay. Yeah. But otherwise, that that was what it uh, what love is. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we're going to be doing these um, periodically every week. Um, we're probably going to be trying to upload either Wednesday or Friday every week. Um, from now on so if you have a um, short film or a video that you would like us to review um, send the video to visionbehindcinema at gmail.com and uh, we'll take a look at it and uh, we'll go from there thank you for joining us and uh, we'll catch you next time here's the link just right there right there i love how he's waving his hand